Tone Deaf is the journey of a musical theater nerd, bringing musicals into the life of their musically challenged spouse. The reactions to the musicals are real and mostly unedited. This show is rated explicit for mature content and strong language. Now sit back, relax, and have a laugh. You're listening to Tone Deaf. There is a feeling of dread As my heart is filled with fright For I know all of the times I've watched this horrible show I will have wild nightmares tonight I can hear the whistle blowing As I close my eyes While knowing there's a Jesus train can't explain the Jesus train, the Jesus train, a Jesus train. Starlight Express, it's such a mess, and it's real, oh I know. Starlight Express gives me distress, but it is this week's show. Starlight Express, just a wild guess. Weber's weird, there's no change. Trains are his thing, they skate and sing, and Jesus is a train. Yes, Jesus is a train. My God, he's a train. Welcome to Tone Deaf. A theater nerd's guide for their musically challenged spouse. I'm Kay, musical theater nerd. And I'm Warren. I'm a little confused. Yeah, so if you didn't notice, um, with the intro song, we're on our next Weber week, our, our fourth one, episode 30. Um, Jesus is a train. Jesus is a train, and I will explain soon. In fact, I will explain, I I thought about how to best open this up, um, and I found the perfect Tumblr post, which <laughs> is a rare thing to say. Um, but the, uh, the Tumblr post that I found is from uh, May 14th, 2018. Uh... The person's name is Yathanger, uh, Yathagnor, something like that. Um, and they they posted this conversation, this hypothetical conversation between a producer and Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> the producer, your last few musicals have been a great success. What are you going to write next? Andrew Lloyd Webber does a line of cocaine. <laughs> Train, train romance. <laughs> Producer, dot, dot, dot. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Trains that have races and worship a train Jesus from the sky. Producer is silent. Webber is silent. Producer, sounds good. You know what I say about that premise? Hmm? Sounds a little off the rails. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm in hell. <laughs> I just love that Andrew Lloyd Webber does a lot. See, I've been saying it the entire time we've been doing this show. These motherfuckers are on drugs. Well, like, and this one, 
So this is what we're in for, though, is train Jesus and train romance. And it's it's weird as hell. Why? Why? Why train? Like, I okay. shall get to that shortly on oh, why trains. Cats, cats, sure. Cats are at least living creatures. Like, it does it are they trains like is does accepting train jesus make them alive is it like a weird pinocchio situation no Do they want to be real little boys so i'll i'll get into the background on this um first i'll i'll do our traditional intro of uh who did this who were who was responsible for this andrew lloyd webber we yes, already know and who still go who did the lyrics and still go yeah and the thing is is that so I'm going to be putting a lot of blame on Weber, but it will be shared throughout this. However, Weber's had a track record of being kind of a douche. <laughs> track record with trains. God damn it. <laughs> you have to choose your words carefully, my love. Oh, God. So record, it, Weber has a record of being a douche with regards to when he was in the, whatever the Lord of Commons or whatever... It is House of Commons. I don't know what he was. He was a lord for a little while. So and so... Is that just saying he was in British politics? Yeah. Okay. And he's... Like, he has a good track record, kind of, with LGBT stuff, but not so great with poor people. And it's one of those things where, hey, that intersects, because a lot of LGBT folks get cast down on the streets, so maybe be nicer to poor folks to... Um, if you're gonna say that you're for us, but you know, whatevs, whatevs. Um, so I, I might be dragging him a little bit harsher than is warranted with regards to this show, but he also is the inception for this and he is mostly responsible. <laughs> All the buildup okay, let's, let's, let's look at Weber's track record so far. Uh, we have done the most of his shows, correct? Yes. Because we've done, this is going to be the fourth show that is a yes. Weber show. We have done Cats, which was our first episode. We have done uh, Joseph, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And we've done Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes. All three of those shows are weird as hell. Yes. Uh, this show just seems like it continues the proud tradition of being weird as hell. Well, Weber's shows tend to run from either really fucking weird and nonsensical and what the fuck to, oh, this is kind of based in reality. Like, um... So which part's based in reality? The puppets in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat? <laughs> or the cats doing a song and dance with a, a suicide cult and a alleged orgy scene? Or is it the, uh... The, uh, oh shit, what was the other one? Oh yeah, Jesus, oh yeah, tanks and airplanes in the desert chasing, uh... Judas Iscariot? Judas, yes. So, no, I'm discounting those ones, because those are definitely in the what-the-fuck column. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm talking about shows like Evita, which is about Ava Perone, uh, or Phantom of the Opera, which you have not seen yet. We will be seeing it next Weber week. <laughs> so... 10 episodes from now. Um, I look forward to it. <laughs> it's it's one of those shows that I have complicated feelings for because when I was in elementary school, there was a girl that was obsessed with it that used to bully me. Uh. But <laughs> but at the same time, like, and there are songs in it that um, 
I can't listen to without getting really upset because there's a father-daughter thing going on there. Ooh, that's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. So, I gotcha. So, yeah, like, but you either get that or Starlight Express, Cats, and Joseph. Um, yeah. Don't don't discount Jesus Christ Superstar because that that one is up there. That one is up there that with the one, weird stuff. I feel like that one skirts the middle because it's just weird enough to almost go into what the fuckery, but then it tries to ground itself because it doesn't know which way it's gonna go. Uh, I'll give that to you because I can see that perspective. But for me, I think it goes all the way into. You think it goes all the way? What to the what hell the is this? Yeah, but yeah. anyway. It, it, Agree to disagree on Agree this to one. Because, yeah. And we're not even talking about these shows. We're talking about Starlight Express. <laughs> we're talking about Train Jesus. But they're all part of the Weber multiverse. You uh, know? So, like, really, all these shows exist. That is in... the most horrifying thing. And you take that back <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, see, Weber is going to eventually do a show in which all of the characters from his other shows come together to, like, fight Sondheim or something. I don't know. What's the what's the person that Weber has beef with? Is it Sondheim? Uh, I don't know if Weber has a beef with Sondheim. Oh, it's the fans who yeah, argue which yeah, one's better. Yeah, it's the fans who argue which one's better, Sondheim. Um, <laughs> and he's not even my favorite, but if I have to choose between the two of them, I'm going to choose Sondheim. I'm sorry. I haven't seen anything yet where Sondheim says stuff about poor people. <laughs> yet. Or... I'll get to it. I'll get to the other thing with Weber. <laughs> back on, back to the show. Back to back to what we're doing. God. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> you need to chew, chew, choose your your dialogue. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> over the years, it's been punched up, I guess, by uh, Don Black, David Yazbek, Nicholas Kohler, Lorna Aquinilla, and uh, Weber's son Alistair has also been adding music to it throughout the years. Weber has a son named Alistair? Yes. That is dope as fuck. I know, right? Like, you sit there and you go, but why are your musicals so weird? So he is he, he's a playwright, too? He's a musician. Musician. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. I'm, now I'm just sitting here going, I want to I wanna meet this Alistair now. This so... Is, sorry. So, um... Let's get into the background of this monstrosity so it started with thomas the fucking train train engine thomas the tank engine started this is he in this show no and i will explain okay so weber had contracted or contacted the creator of the thomas the tank engine stories um in 1974 going hey i want to create an animated series this is before the Thomas the Tank Engine series that we know and fear was created. That's the one that's like a, almost, I don't want to say claymation, more like stop, okay, so it's not the one with like physical trains yes. that have faces and they yes. move. Yes, that okay. is before this. Okay. Or this, this conversation, this happens, conversation before. happens before that. Um, and he also, fun fact with Thomas the Tank Engine, he wasn't introduced until the second storybook about this group of trains, so, you know that kind of makes it so that this can still kind of be in that universe. Um, and I'm starting to, as we go on, I'm going to start kink shaming Weber a little bit <laughs> because Weber starts composing for this with, uh, 
the actor and children's TV writer Peter Reeves. Um, and he was doing the lyrics for it. They pitched their material to Granada, who commissions the pilot. And then the pilot episode is finished in 1976, and Granada goes, you know what, these aren't popular enough outside the UK, so never mind. So, um, they, you know, if they would have had a time machine, <laughs> then this might have been an alternate, like, there's probably an alternate timeline where that was the first Thomas the Tank Engine stuff, was whatever Weber created. And when we go into Starlight Express, I'm a little horrified because Thomas the Tank Engine is already creepy as fuck. Yeah, I was never a, a Thomas the Tank Engine kid. The stories are dark. Like, the, the stories that it's based on are dark. Like, one of them, a train gets walled into a tunnel because, if I remember right, it wasn't wanting to do its job or something like that, so they just walled it in. And again, this, yeah, is, no, this for is kids. This is the same nation that brought children all over the world watership down. Yeah, yeah, we shouldn't be surprised. I, um, I would like, to, I would like to submit that England is barred from doing children's media. Yeah, uh, because it's always horrifying. Yes, it is. It it really is. There is, God, <laughs> I still have nightmares about Teletubbies. By the way, because well, it came out. Well, okay, so when it came out, I was too old for it. Yeah. And I was old enough to go, that's not okay. Teletubbies. That's okay. creepy as fuck. So uh, I'm 10 years older than my sister when she, because she was in the ripe prime age for Teletubbies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when she was a little baby, that I, when I'd be watching her during the summers, I could count on, I can park her in front of the TV for Teletubbies and I can go and get some shit done. So either like make yeah. some food or if I need to run to the bathroom and leave this tiny human unattended, mm -hmm. I knew that she was safe because yeah. of Teletubbies. Uh, and I'd watched a fair amount of Teletubbies with her. I don't recall anything in there making me go, oh, Jesus, dear God. Yeah. Other than, I mean, there's some mildly creepy things, but I felt like it was... The sun baby. The sun baby was Their cute. faces that were just sort of like blank stares. They have the, the puppet faces, and granted they have TV bellies, but, I mean, with compare, no one ever got walled into a cave. True. No one died. This was Britain of the 90s, though, <laughs> when they're trying to get American children to watch stuff, and I'm like, no, it's still creepy. Yeah, creepy, true, uh... I don't know. I, I, I would prefer... This sounds horrible. And maybe it's because I'm a Don Bluth kid rather than a Disney kid. But I would prefer the creepiness of Watership Down, like the horrifying stuff, because they get a happy ending, kind of. Rather than soulless faces <laughs> like Teletubbies and Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> you know, I'm realizing that your... Uh, desire to murder people in fiction is probably <laughs> directly related to what you absorbed as a child so we can thank this is true we can thank watership down for you well i never murdering. saw watership down as a child i saw it as a teen well, but oh well don uh, bluth then yeah don bluth is who we think because that was a full-on happy ending rather than watership down but we're getting way off topic. i don't say i took this off the rails let's get it back on track oh god so 
after the failure of a Thomas the Tank Engine series, Weber hears about this soul singer in America named Earl Jer Jordan, who does overtone, which would be a type of throat singing, and could sing three notes at once. Is that like Tibetan throat singing? Kind of, yeah. But he used it for soul music, and when he would sing the three notes at once, it sounded like a steam engine, like a steam whistle. How, how do you sing three notes at once? A lot of vocal training. I'm and just... it is a type of throat singing. It's not something I've ever trained to do, but... Uh, you could see me, like, preparing to do something. <laughs> I could. I don't... <laughs> no. So, do you remember, um, I had had you listen to a song off mic uh, before we recorded called Engine of Love? That's the one that you were like, oh, this sounds good. And I'm like, yeah, it's not in this show. <laughs> I mean, it was in a version of it. Um, not in the version we're going to see. But not in the version we're going to see. It got cut pretty early on. Oh, lame. Um, like, it, it wasn't in it at first. Then it was in it. And then it got cut out. Um, but Weber roped Peter Reeves in to help him write this song for Jordan. And it didn't chart. <laughs> But it was in some versions of Starlight Express. And here comes the part where I'm like, Weber, this is bordering on fetish with trains. <laughs> because he did that, this Engine of Love song, and then he gets uh, called in to write for a TV version of Cinderella in America. And it his version involved the prince trying to choose a train with Cinderella being a steam train and the, engine, or and the sisters being a diesel train and an electric train. What the fuck? Right? <laughs> like, he has a thing with trains, and I don't want to kink shame, but I'm gonna kink shame. No, I'm pretty sure that this is okay to kink shame. Yeah. Like, do you do you think he wears, like, a mind? Do you think when he's having sex with someone, he, like, makes him wear a miner's helmet with, like, a light on the front of it? <laughs> and he just blows a whistle the whole time? <laughs> I'm then, gonna, I'm gonna... Then, I'm gonna blow! I'm then, gonna blow! And then at the very end, when he's climaxing, he just goes, Tony! <laughs> Tony Award! Ugh! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was... <laughs> I regret this, the last 30 seconds of conversation. <laughs> Me too. Gross. <laughs> but, so... but not as much as I regret Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> Oh, man. So, this project doesn't go anywhere. Thank God. Uh, yeah. But it does plant the final seed for Starlight Express to be uh, conceived in eh. 1981. Seed. Conceive. So, Seed like I said earlier, this the blame doesn't completely lie at his feet, but I'm gonna drag him. Because I want to. <laughs> Because God damn it, Weber. Can and we, you know what? Can we drag him behind a train? No, no. What what it is, I'm... So, to peel back the curtain, I had to watch multiple versions of this show to decide upon which version we were watching. Yeah, you've had a cloud over your head the last little, little yeah, bit. Yeah, because I... I'm not a fan of this show, and I don't want to go completely into why without you seeing it. But, hey, you know what? I think um, anthropomorphized trains 
is enough to quirk an eyebrow and go, why? And, and there's a shoehorned heteronormative romance in this, and that drives me nuts. Because then it opens up questions about, like, okay, so this is a sidetrack, but when you're doing shows that use inanimate objects, you can either go this route or you can go the route that I am going to forever love and wish that there was a stage version or a musical version of. Can I can I guess what you're going to say? Yes. My Little Toaster. Uh, yeah, not My Little Toaster. Uh, <laughs> Brave Little Toaster. Brave Little Toaster. Thank you, yes. Brave Little Toaster. No romance. The characters in the book are all gender neutral. Yeah, because they're fucking appliances. Yes. That is perfect. They do, and even in the film adaptation of the book, even though they have gendered, like, pronouns and everything, they still don't add in a romance. They don't really, like, and even if there is a romance, it's a case of, well, it's not... Like with the trains where it's a boy train falls in love with a girl train. And it's more of like a found family type thing rather than a like actual romance. And they're all, if you were to look at it, looking for any romance, all of the characters are male. Like they all use male pronouns in the cartoon. They don't in the book, but they do in the cartoon. In the cartoon, they're all voiced by males, right? Nope. Uh, or, the toaster is voiced by uh, Dana Gold? Gotcha. My bad. Well, I guess what I meant to say is they at least are voiced to sound like Yes, they males. are voiced to sound like males. That's When I had seen it, that's what I always yeah. thought. Is, yeah, but gotcha. And so I sit here and I go, if you're going to do something with a pl- or with inanimate objects make make them all gender neutral and we're gonna get into that in a sec make them all non-binary because they're appliances they're trains they're inanimate fucking objects you you can't bring two toasters together and make a third toaster from those two toasters it just doesn't work that way and i'm pretty sure train yards are not a giant orgy place they do have signs on some trains saying do not hump but that's a different thing, and what? I had it explained to me once, and it's something to do with, like, pushing up against the train with the uh, other cars and hitting it too hard or something like that. And they call that humping? Yes. When I first saw that when I was taking Amtrak to Colorado to visit family, and I pointed it out to my mom, I was like... I want to. It was it was after nine eleven because we had decided not to fly that year, and I just look out the window and I'm like, "Mom, the train says do not hump." <laughs> what does that mean? You know, maybe, maybe they had to put those on trains after Andrew Lloyd Webber released this show, and they were like, "Whoa, whoa, these kinky Brits, man." In looking up pictures that I'm gonna show you. Of the costumes, I ran into Rule Thirty Four of Starlight Express. So God damn you, Internet. So yeah, there's there's people who are turned on by the trains. Ultron but, and Thanos were both right. But uh, let's let's go back into Starlight Express. Um, so it began properly in 1981. Uh, Weber asked Richard Stilgo to help him uh, start up again with this. Thomas the Tank Engine slash Cinderella idea. 
Um, And he wanted it to be more like Joseph, where it was for schools. It was going to be a cantata. And they uh, took two of the songs to the Sidmonton Festival. And that's where Trevor Nunn, who is responsible for some of Cats with regards to direction and choreography and stuff, saw it and went, hey, actually... (laughs) Let's make this go balls to the wall. (laughs) Balls out! Or as he said, spectacle and theater magic. So they decided to turn it into this uh, story with trains and coaches doing a race. They brought on Arlene Phillips and John Napier as choreographer and set designer. And Napier is the reason this is on roller skates. You know, to be fair, if you're going to do a show about trains, yeah. you got to have them on some type and of wheel. So before Spider-Man, this show had the most injuries because of twisted <laughs> ankles. But there, I have never seen anything regarding this show and having um, as severe of injuries as... Spider-Man had, so... To be fair, they're already at ground level and they're falling. They're not airborne and falling. I mean, the set is pretty fucking wild. Gravity's a bitch. even the version that we're watching, which is more scaled down because it's the regional premiere rather than a uh, Broadway theater or West End theater doing it, um, they still have the same sort of track that they would have in... a larger production of this show. So is it so, like is it like a roller derby but with singing? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Throwing elbows and knocking each well, other. Well, not throwing elbows, but um so they they workshopped the first act um in 1983 and they the first cast actually had Tracy Ullman in it. Uh, you might remember her from the Tracy Ullman show, which is where Simpsons got its okay. start. So the name was familiar. You could yeah, see, you could see the. Uh, I could see the wheels turning. Yeah, you could see the you could see the hamster running in the wheel. Um, yeah. So the workshop succeeded. Why I don't know, um, <laughs> and it went into full production uh, with uh, March eighty March twenty seventh of nineteen eighty four being the opening. They opened at the Apollo Victoria Theater. And the set had a six-ton steel bridge. And they Jesus. would, yeah, they would, like, lift parts of the set and uh, it, it would connect up towards, like, upper levels and lower levels and tracks would extend into the audience and stuff. And, yeah. Did we ever have anybody come flying off the stage and into the crowd? As far as I know, no, but they do have a warning before each show, basically saying, keep your hands to, like, at your sides as you're watching this. Do not reach out and touch the actors as they ride past and stuff. Like, it's it's crazy. And uh, I can see the concern on your face. Just a little. So, our original production of this ran from 1984 to 1992. And then in 92, they decided to change a shit ton and they moved around characters and songs and changed how many races happened in it and stuff, how many train races. Uh, Broadway (laughs) 
had a pretty short run. Um, it was 90, 1987 to 1989. Okay. It opened in Bochum, Germany in 1988 and is still going. What the fuck, Germans? I have no idea, but they built a theater, like a stage, specifically for this show. What? Germany? I don't know. I think Germany needs an intervention. I I just, I don't understand the love of this show for from Germany. Um, There's something about that culture, apparently, that they all really like trains. It must be. Uh, so in, in Vegas, from 93 to 97, Vegas decided to do their first permanent legitimate musical, and it was Starlight Express. It was a 90-minute edited version, so they cut out some songs, um, and it ran at the Las Vegas Hilton, and then the hotel changed ownership, and the new owner said, eh, fuck it, we're breaking the five-year contract. (laughs) So. That was the deal you made with the last guy. Yeah, pretty much. And then in Mexico, um... There was a Spanish version of the Las Vegas production, and they recorded a cast album, and then it never got released because rights. And that one only ran from 97 to 98. See, and I'm like, uh, I hear, it's jumping all over the map. Mm-hmm. And I'm, how? How? I don't know. I guess a lot of people have a hard-on for trains. <sighs> it makes people's whistles blow. <laughs> um... And then the first regional production is what we're going to be seeing, and it's one I actually could have gone to see, but I didn't. And this is from Tuacon Amphitheater in St. George. Oh, okay. Yeah. Close to home. Yeah, and Utah actually gets a lot of regional premieres, which is kind of awesome, or at least it used to. They haven't done that in a while that I've noticed, so hopefully that comes back because that was a fun trend. I got to be in a few regional premieres and it was fun. I I would say that even though Utah has a smaller population than a lot of other states, it's definitely a very artsy uh, state. Yeah, we're an artsy state, so. Which is definitely a cool thing about Utah, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, in 2017, formed there, and it was performed in England, and he went, this is unrecognizable. Because there had been so many revisions, just, like, every so often. And, um, the the choreographer Arlene Phillips actually had said that the overall tone of the show appears to be a little sexist. Which I'm like, now it does? Are you fucking kidding me? It was sexist before. (laughs) Like, it was sexist for the 80s. It, It... for you to say, oh, now that now that people are actually like complaining more you more regularly, now it seems to be pretty sexist. It's like, no, it was sexist back then. And honestly, it's mm, mm, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, so Weber goes, you know what? If we can't fix this, I'm gonna shut it down. I will take my ball and go home. And so he writes new stuff. They workshop it for six performances at a theater called The Other Place, and then they roll it out in Bauckham. 
Germany instead of like doing it in the UK or whatever because Germany is going we love this show yeah I mean it kind of I, th- I get the feeling that that would be a logical place to go mm-hmm. is like where is where am I making the most money off yeah. of the show Germany let's try a new version there yeah and so um this this version was a workshop version they did not use a set they did not put in costumes they were not on roller skates um and these were the changes they added a new song um and a musical motif for the coach characters uh they took out several songs they revised the orchestration and went back to the more 80s sound that they had previously um they (laughs) there's there's a series of characters that are called the hip hoppers that are hopper train or hopper uh cars and they used to be the rockies and then they changed it and so then they go okay no we're changing it back to the rockies and it's like okay they changed uh two characters from male to female um papa who's the uh magical steam engine (laughs) not not jesus he's not jesus he's basically um the magical wise old black man that talks to the train and now instead of papa it's mama i was and, gonna ask if they changed it to mama yeah and then so, so uh, he, uh mama is the deuteronomy of the mama show? is the deuteronomy and the version we're seeing is still papa because it was 2014 so it's before all these revisions before papa had a sex change yeah uh rocky three becomes female volta becomes male they get rid of two of the carriages and replace them with a lounge car and a luggage car. They replace some of Electra's trucks, um, changing Purse, the money truck, into Killer Watt, the security truck. <laughs> Killer Watt. Um, Sounds like a transformer. Yeah. it's And so then in, in 2018, they, in May... They closed the Bauckham show so that they can start updating it. And then um, they added in some other changes. They updated the German lyrics. They redesigned the costumes, basically turning it back to what the original designs are, which when you see them, you'll be like, what the fuck? They changed... Uh-huh. Honey, I'm already... You're already like, what, what the, the fuck. fuck. Um, they changed the sound and lighting. This one's... the. St- one of the stupider ones uh so the british train i'm trying to remember what its name is in the original but they changed the british train to brexit (laughs) and then they changed the japanese train from nintendo to manga i'm like it's still not good (laughs) you're still like (laughs) what the fuck weber this one though is is there an american train called you know the american trains are your main characters yeah i i we're gonna leave it there um so then (laughs) this one makes me go jesus christ he he claims that uh, he he decided oh some of these characters are going to be in quotes gender fluid Meaning, not that they're canonically non-binary or gender fluid. 
it's that they can be played by an actor of the opposite gender regarding like, oh, so-and-so's injured or so-and-so's going on vacation. Now, that is not the same thing as a non-binary character. I, I was going to ask, I was say, now I know that I, I, there's a great many things that I do not know, but that seems inaccurate. Yeah. yeah. And it was just more of a case of, oh, they have a female cover to the train instead of a male cover to the train. And you'll see when I show you the costumes what that means. There is one character who you could consider as non-binary-ish, um, which is the electric train Electra. And I have a lot of emotions about this character. So I, my issue with Electra, as I've been saying, Electra is first. First, they enter in with the ACDC. Um, I can switch and change my frequency, which is kind of a reference to being bi. But then there's ugh, fucking Weber. So he he wrote this memoir called Unmasked. Which first of all, Weber really, really memoir. So it's him writing about himself. Yeah, called Unmasked. Because of Phantom of the I was Opera. Gonna ask, yeah, I assume that's... God damn it, Weber. So is Weber just really this tortured person who's misunderstood? Ugh. Um, so he, he called the song, in quotes, transgender electropop. <laughs> and I'm sitting here going, are you trying to say that, that Electra is supposed to be trans? or non-binary, and if so, did you not stop and think for just a minute that maybe making the villain of this show trans is a bad idea? I just, it's it's another one of those things that kind of, like, tanks my mood as I find this stuff out about... It. I, I, I don't... <sighs> if, if someone can tell me what that that there's not ill will meant behind that, then show me because I'm I'm looking at it going, okay, so you've got a character who is supposed to be one of the antagonists and is supposed to be really self-absorbed and like just horrible and we're do you, do you think it could be that Weber's a uh straight white male who was trying to like pop like maybe be more inclusive but didn't bother to fucking ask anybody yeah he just went i know what to I mean, do he, he said it in his memoir and so i don't know if it's a case of rowlingism because his memoir was from 2018 oh, so, so he, he might be trying to do it like back yeah back. so i'm sitting here like are you trying to be fucking jk rowling because that's not gonna fucking work and what is it with you british people doing this shit well, then he needs to talk about how uh electra and rusty had a very intense sexual relationship Ew. as trains a I... lot of a lot of coal going in in hot holes I just, I, it just bothers the hell out of me, and <laughs> I don't blame you. It's really upsetting, because why can't I, why can't there be more trans and non-binary characters in media, and especially in theater, that are main characters and the good guy, and if you're gonna make 
a point of them being trans don't make it be a tragedy at the end or don't i just okay maybe maybe you need to write it maybe you need to start the trend maybe you need to to set the tone you need to to write it and inspire future playwrights to or musical writers i don't know what the term is is playwright uh, accurate or uh, composers composers and librettists and i just I don't know. It's it's one of those things that will always sour this show for me because and and maybe it's tainting my view of it. Um but I don't god, I don't know. I just it's the one thing that sets me off the most about this show other than things that you'll see in a bit. <laughs> like the costumes and the uh yeah. Yeah, this this show's not great and I don't get the fandom for it. I don't get the fandom for anything. Even things I like, I'm like I don't understand over obsessing about anything. True. I just I don't I don't know. I and I'm still hung up on the fact that there's a fucking musical about trains. Yeah. Like that that's where my brain hits the wall and comes to a full stop. Yeah. And the all of the trains have binary genders except for maybe Electra, which also confuses the hell out of me. I mean, I have, but... an, easy, I have an easier time accepting all the other Weberisms that I've seen than I do with with these trains. That's Yeah, and just wait, just wait, because this is going to be a steaming pile of heteronormative bullshit, and it's going to make both of us mad. <laughs> We, it is. It's, we have, we have, uh, we have put the show off for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I guess I should get on to the next thing. Ugh. Okay. It's like a band aid. It's like a yeah. band aid. Just gotta rip it off. Yeah, just gotta rip it off. All right, all right. We can do this. We can do this. Fuck you, Weber. Um, I, I, have, a, I have a feeling that's gonna be my mantra through the course. Of oh yeah. This. So let's look at the costumes. Oh boy, let me uh, get a little closer. These are these are all from the Starlight Express wiki. If people want to go uh, upset themselves, so, this is our main character, Rusty, so, the steam train. So, quick question: Are these the costumes for the show we're going to be seeing? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, this isn't from the Tuacon. This is just different productions, but it's basically the same design. So that's Rusty. He's our lead steam train. He's kind of red to give to the the rusty. He's got some spots that kind of look like rust spots. Yeah. So we have our magical steam engine. Who, who who's who's the silver one? That was that time. That's that's uh still still rusty. No, this is Papa. This is our steam and or our go, go, magical go, steam go, engine. Go back up. Same thing here as uh, okay. Papa. And then I'll show you with Mama as well. Once this scrolls down, mother, there we go. There's Mama, with another train behind her, and they all have the little train hat covers there. Then we get Greaseball, the diesel engine, who you're probably gonna fucking hate because he's kind of the rum tum tugger. I was gonna say just looking at him, I'm like, fuck this guy already. Yeah, and oh, all the mail trains have these ridiculous cod pieces. They gotta emphasize their dick. And then this is Electra, our quote-unquote first non-binary character in a musical who also is evil. 
And say, the character even looks like the villain. Yeah, they they are. They are the villain, and it drives me nuts. Um, but that's Electra, and that's the latest version of that costume. And then we have the love interest, Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> but the only one in a skimpy outfit. Oh, all the female trains are in skimpy outfits, except for Mama. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to go with the other female trains. We've got Dinah, the dining car. We've got Belle. We've got... Yeah, no. And what's funny is that a lot of these are the original costumes. So when they said, oh, it seems a bit sexist, it's like it's always been sexist. No, seriously. like uh, Here's just... here's the Hip Hoppers and the Rockies. <laughs> and then uh, we've got Flat Top. We've got... Uh, I can't remember which car that is um there's some more of the train cars there's nintendo i believe um i can't remember which car that is oh no this one's so there's nintendo the uh racist caricature there big red spot on him yeah represent the rising sun uh there's killer watt the security car we've got another shot of nintendo and we've got Brexit. That shot of Nintendo, the yellow one, it looks like Bumblebee from Transformers if he did way too much robot cocaine. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I guess that's creative, but also what the fuck? So at what point does something creative become fucking atrocious? About this point. Because creativity... I think creativity is perhaps the most important human uh, characteristic. Just yeah. the fact that we can imagine something from nothing and bring it into creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, some things don't need to be created. Yeah. And so here's so the reason why I showed you the costumes is because the version we're watching, you don't get a very good look at them. So I wanted you to know what you would have been seeing otherwise. Thank you. I mean, I, like I said, I had to watch all these different versions to figure out. Most of them were in German, so that was a write out because they weren't subtitled. And so it's like, well, nope. <laughs> and the, the closing statement that I have with this, Weber is a fucking coward. <laughs> And this, this only comes because of what I had to do to be able to have us watch this one. Okay. Because with Cats, we have the 1998 film and the upcoming Abomination. Joseph, we have a film version. Jesus Christ Superstar, we have a film version. There will be a film version of Evita, a film version of Phantom of the Opera. There will be a film version of Love Never Goes Away. There'll be a film version with his School of Rock musical, which, yes, that exists, and that's Weber's fault. There is not a film version of this. There is no filmed version of Starlight Express that is a proper, good-quality film. Weber, you're a fucking coward, because... That digital fur technology, you could have just done the same. You did Thomas the Tank Engine on Cats. You could have just done your Thomas the Tank Engine musical. And 
we still would have been weirded the fuck out, but at least I wouldn't have had to watch several different versions of this fucking musical to try and come up with a good one. <laughs> so I know I've said this before to our audience, but Kay does the majority of work on this show, and I think mm. no greater example of that is present more than in this show, because... We have been putting off recording this show for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, partly you, partly me, because it'll be like, oh, what if we did it tomorrow? Oh, what if we did it mm-hmm. the next day? Oh, what if we... And just constantly coming up with, oh, well, we've got this going on, and it won't, we won't have enough time, so let's just, let's just put it off one more day. Yeah. Just, just one more day, and now we've reached, and now we've reached the edge of the cliff, and we don't... We don't have another day to wait, Kay. No, so... And and I want you to know that I love you, and I appreciate all of the hard work that you put into researching these episodes so that we can do our show. I love you so much too, baby, and thank you for your appreciation and for... Because the research wasn't the bad part. The research was more of a... Oh, this is what this is more solidifying why I hate this show. It was watching multiple versions of this. <laughs> oh, I have had three of the songs stuck in my head for a month solid now. A month solid. Thirty days. Thirty days. I have had three of these songs stuck in my head, and I have been in hell. <laughs> I have teetered at the mouth of madness. Well. But there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And the light is an oncoming train. <laughs> so they're going to face hump? Uh, well, okay, I guess we just need to dig deep within ourselves and mm-hmm. shovel some more clean coal into the ah! efficient burning engine that is our podcast and <laughs> just head down that track into the the dark tunnel that is the unknown slash slightly known for you well well known for you unknown for me partially known for me i fucking hate the show <laughs> and uh you know we'll come through that dark tunnel into into the future and we'll do it together i'm gonna laugh if you go you know it was weird but i enjoyed it <laughs> The costumes just... I, I I already have a feeling what some of my jokes are going to be. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're... How long is this show? This show's about two hours. Neat. It's five o'clock somewhere. Y- you know, I am seriously looking at the time going, is it too early to... to... Uh, okay okay yeah you know what we just we already have the longest intro we've had so far for a show this is gonna be a long one folks strap the fuck in buckle up buttercup (laughs) all right so we're gonna take a brief intermission watch this train wreck and then it's, it's funny because trains and then uh, we'll return with our views on Starlight Express choo choo
Hey, Warren. Hey, Kay. Guess what time it is. Is it time to talk about our favorite people in the whole world? Hell yeah! Woo! So this week, we want to give a big thank you to our producer circle patron, Bianucci, and another big thank you to our stage crew sponsor, Jasmine Wu. You guys are so freaking awesome. We love you so much. We're so glad that you are continuing to help and support our podcast week after week. Um, we just, we can't do this without you guys. We love you both so very much. Thank you so much for your support. Now, let's take a quick break to listen to an ad from one of our favorite podcasts called History on Blast. Hello, and welcome to History on Blast. I'm Hillary, and I'll be your host as we call out history. Every other week, we'll be putting a different person, place, time, or event on blast for the shit that they pulled. This ain't your grandpa's history podcast, so if this sounds like your cup of harbor tea, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast catcher. And now, the lights are going down and the music is starting back up, so let's hop into the second act of the show. <sighs> now that Warren has stopped crying, what did you think about this, babe? <laughs> Let it all out, sweetheart. Why? Fucking why? Just why? Why does this need to exist? And why the fuck was Weber like, this 2017 version is not my vision. My vision was far superior to this imitate. No. No, Webs. Just no. This is the problem with art. It is bizarre, batshittery that is so confusing that it's somehow good? Just because something is weird or different doesn't make it good. Yep. Yep. <sighs> I have an idea, Kay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write a musical about cookies. <laughs> That's right, cookies. Biscuits to you listening outside of the U.S., <laughs> That's right. Baked goods. The show will be called Hot and Bothered. And it will center around Chip, a chocolate chip cookie who doesn't want to be a chocolate chip cookie, but wants to be a snickerdoodle. But the snickerdoodle character, Doodle, wants to be a store-bought cookie, wants to fit in with the mass-produced cookies, who see the home-baked cookies as not uniform, freakish, and backwards. Chip and Doodle will go on a journey of self-discovery, meeting new friends like the Crumb Kids, a band of discarded crumbs who were swept onto the floor and gathered together to form their own community. Along the journey, they'll also meet the Girlies, a group of once original cookies who, in an effort to help the disenfranchised, sold out and became mass-produced shells of their former selves. Through the journey, Chip and Doodle's adventure will explore topics like self-doubt and social pressures to conform, but in the end, the duo, along with the friends they've made along the way, will realize that there is nothing wrong with them, and the only acceptance they need was the acceptance of themselves. 
There will also be a subplot about an Oreo who hates all the other Oreo flavors, and a stale Hydrox, a long-forgotten remnant of cookie history, who is who is super cookiest towards all the Oreos, but learns to accept that time marches onward and that they must also change with the times or be left on the shelf and forgotten. I plan to have an all-star cast and even get some corporate sponsors. The show can be revised and recast as new cookies become available because the plot is so paint-by-numbers generic that it's sure to appeal to an audience incapable of seeing past its sugar-laden surface. Holy shit. Coming to an overpriced theater near you. So... You okay, baby? That was my thought exactly. And no, what was funny is I typed up that that uh, that that pitch for a show before we started watching the show, and it still fits. Right? I was surprised as I was reading it back. I was like, "Oh my god, this actually fits." Yeah. The show that yeah. we just watched. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! Attention, everyone! Attention, everyone! This show is the most important show of your life because it's so fucking stupid you might die. This Ugh. show is fucking Toy Story, but with toy trains who come alive when their little boy goes to sleep. Oh, cut that. No, no, no. They don't come to life when their little boy goes to sleep. They are alive because of their little boy's imagination after his mother tells him to go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> A little, some of this is a little bit out of order, so you're gonna have to forgive me. No worries. Greaseball is the American train, cause fuck you, Weber. <laughs> this seems like, and then I left nothing because there's nothing that the show seems like other than <laughs> a paint by numbers romance plot, but with trains. Yeah. <laughs> After the disembodied child voice god breaks the rules set by his godmother and stays awake to create his ultimate vision. We are introduced to some train characters that I'm pretty sure Weber thought, what would a lobotomized ten-year-old name these trains? <laughs> because the Japanese train is fucking named Nintendo. Yeah, so. there's a Nintendo... And now it's manga, or manga. manga. Manga, if you're pronouncing it correctly. Manga is with a fat western tongue. Um, there's, there's manga slash Nintendo, Turnog... The German train. There actually are more trains in other versions. Like, there's a French train and an Italian train. So don't need... give a fuck. Yeah, because so... we need more than one heat. So don't give a fuck. Yeah. So don't give a fuck. I, I really... The show fucking sucks. <laughs> I really, really did not like this show. This was the first time I was thinking to myself, wow, I would rather be at work on a Sunday... Yeah. Than watching this. Yep. Because at least I would be getting paid. Granted, we do have two wonderful, lovely patrons, so we are technically getting paid. Yes. Which is fantastic. Thank you both so much, because if it wasn't for you two, I would probably quit this fucking show right now. This show was... This this musical is the worst one we've seen. This is worse than Spider-Man. So... And I didn't want to say that until now, we, because I didn't want to color your expectations. We will talk about that later, mm -hmm. because after I review my 
very detailed and highly accurate notes. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk some more about the show and what it is worse or better than, if okay. anything. Okay. Okay. <sighs> well, it's okay, babe. And, uh... <sighs> Greaseball is the only train of the first four introduced who gets a song. I'm okay with this. The sooner the show ends, the sooner I can try to forget it. <laughs> We're then introduced to our hero, and I use that term in air quotes, because the only hero in this situation is alcohol, who will be giving me some much-needed comfort after this review. Mm -hmm. But don't worry. If you're not happy... if Sorry, <laughs> wrong word. But don't worry. If you're not yet horny for this musical, <laughs> we are introduced to our tutu-wearing fembots who just sing about being girl trains. Oh, and how they want a hard, hot steam train, because no one does it like a steam train. And we're not kidding. That's an actual line in this show that can't decide if it's for kids or adults. I guess whistling is the train equivalent of flirting? Yeah. Because... Yeah. Because trains? Okay, side note. What the fuck is wrong with the kid if this is his night activ nighttime activity? Has this kid suffered a severe trauma besides this musical? I think this is the inner workings of a future serial killer. Yeah, like, I played with my toys after bedtime sometimes, but it was never like this. And I don't know, I don't know. I feel like this is written by a person who forgot, who, who is sitting there going, oh, the childlike whimsy but we're going to put in these adult jokes that are definitely written by an adult and said, like, if this is from the imagination of a kid, what the fuck is wrong with yeah, this kid? kid is a future serial killer. Like, so I was going to tell you this joke later, but I think it fits now. Giggity. <laughs> so I want you to imagine what this show would actually look like. This kid is reenacting this entire show with these little Thomas the Tank Engine type trains. Yeah. I love you, Pearl. I don't know, Rusty. I'm gonna go hook up with this dude. Oh no, now I'm gonna hook up. I mean, it's... Yeah, the, the kid is... There's something wrong with the kid. Yeah. There's something is wrong with this child. Like, if you're, if you're playing with toy trains... Fine. And you give them names? Mm-hmm. Sure. But when you start giving personalities and emotions to the trains and then they have these these uh desires and plots and there's betrayal and there's romance and there's I, well okay so i i did do like betrayal and stuff when i would play with my littlest pet shops or my dinosaur toys you know what the difference is those are fucking alive that's true they're, they're those are living, living creatures creatures gay they're living creatures yeah my love those yeah. are living Creatures. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's still bad no matter what. No matter what, it's still... You sit there and you go, the next scene in the morning would be the mom coming in because her son is doing the final number of the show with his trains. And she's like, okay, it's time to go to Dr. Johnson for your therapy again. We yeah. don't know what's wrong with him. This kid needs some electroshock therapy. Uh... And then I have in my next note, oh, thank God she stopped singing. I don't remember who was singing, but I'm glad she stopped oh, singing. Oh, uh, Pearl. Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. One of the four female trains, sure. The one who has no decisiveness whatsoever. But now we get to listen to Freight, 
a uh, freight train, because freight is great, because lyrics like that write themselves, don't uh, they, Weber? Yeah, it was it was the uh, cars that would be freight cars. So you have Dustin, the gravel truck. You have flat top. You have the three hopper cars. Sing freight is great. Freight is great. I'm not kidding. Those are some of the lyrics. Like, most of the lyrics is Freight is Great. And it's stupid as fuck. Speaking of things that are stupid as fuck... Hey, hip-hoppers, one, two, and three, please shut the fuck up forever. Sincerely, my last working brain cell. <laughs> I fucking hate the hip-hoppers. So literally you just have these trains that come on and white people rap to the audience... And go, yeah, yo, hey, 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 we're trains, we're here to stay, hey. That's not actually what they sing, but, you What know. they sing is just as stupid, and it's like, I, I know that there was a trend from the late 80s to the early 2000s was with Weber. Well, he's cocaine. cocaine. But with Weber specifically, because I don't think many... Cocaine laced with acid? No, not, well, yes, but I don't think many musical writers did this. The most I can think of is Arendt and Flaherty with Seussical, and even then it worked for them, where a character or series of characters will just rap. And the one that brings, that comes to mind the most is Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, with the brothers doing their rap about how they're going to throw Joseph down a well. And once again, it's a fucking Weber show. So Weber sits here, this white man in England, going, Hey, I know, let's write a rap scene. And it's going to probably be performed by white people, because let's be real. You know, theater is still racist as fuck. Yeah, the more that we've done Weber shows, I really wonder about him. Like, yeah. Not, like, as a human being. I really wonder about him. Um... I don't think I would like the man if I met him. Yeah. I don't think I would, because if I met him, I don't think I'd be able to contain my fuck you, Weber, like, energy. Mm -hmm. I think he would see me coming from across the room, and he'd be like, security, security, that person wants to hurt me. And I'd be like, no, I'm not going to do any violence. I'm just going to stare at you and hope lasers come out of my eyes. <laughs> I did create a, uh, a fan fiction character for this show. Yeah. It is the Train of Thought. To take my mind away from this. You know what? Train of Thought would be a great fan train. That or the maglev that you wanted to show up. I have a joke about that later. Awesome. So why... Okay, and then we get introduced to the villain Elektra. Why does Elektra's mini-bots sound like Transformers? And why are they the only ones with voice modulating? Because they're electric. They're electric trains, so they have but, to sound like but robots. But Electra doesn't have voice modulating. Um, when Electra was doing the voice modulation for the I can switch and change my frequency, um, they had a little bit of voice modulation, but not as much. But not like the goons. No, not like they the goons. They were just always voice modulated. Mm -hmm. uh, Electra is electric. Can they, and they can electrocute you, they can shock you, they can set you on fire. You're a live wire, huh? Someone throw some water on Electra, because this twat is grounded. Mm-hmm. I do have a question. Do we know if Weber has money invested 
in trains? I don't think like so. Like the producing, the manufacturing, distributing, running of trains? No, I don't think he does. Are we sure this isn't just another commercial show like the Carl's Jr. one? <laughs> it just seems like a very, very poorly aimed attempt at advertising trains. I think, I don't know, I'm struggling to make sense of any of this. Logic and reason have no place in a Weber show, or so I've come to learn through much distress and many dead brain cells. Just... Yeah, no, I... I honestly am starting to think he has a fetish. I do see his theme, though. Hmm. Cats are not dogs, and trains are great. Yep. Now I know how to write my cookie musical. Cookies are tasty. <laughs> Learning from the masters, that's what all artists do, right? Oh my god. <sighs> Trains apparently cannot race alone. Those are the rules. I didn't make them up. Weber, Weber didn't make them up. The train disembodied voice of the lobotomized child god didn't make them up. It is the way of the train. Since the first trains lived in caves, cave tracks, and hunted in cold... <laughs> and lived in hunt and coal gathering societies... It's a traditional, very ingrained in their locomotive society. More like their, their society and this show have a locomotive. That's a Spanish joke for any Latino listeners out there. I'm very inclusive. Oh my god. Now we're gonna... Oh my god. No, Warren, Warren. We are so lucky that Weber did not have a Hispanic train because they would have been called locomotive. Oh my God, you're right. Or have been, or have been living the Vita Loca, or, or, or. God damn, I hate that I can predict this. You know, I hate that. With how tone deaf, not the same way I am, but uh, uh, tone deaf rubber is, he might just call it the Burrito Express or something like that. God, seriously, like this show shows all of the negative sides of Weber. It really does. Like, you get snippets of it in shows like Joseph. The thing that's... And I talked to you about... I can't remember if we talked about this off mic or not, but this is the first show out of the ones I've seen that he created from scratch. That was not Pretty based... Pretty much, yeah. It was not based off of something else. Like, I know there's the Thomas the Tank Engine mm -hmm. maybe inspiration, but it's not Thomas the Tank Engine uh applied to musical theater it yeah. is the, the closest semblance resemblance that it has to thomas the tank engine is just trains mm -hmm. um every other show that we've done cats uh joseph and jesus christ superstar all had other material that it was based on yeah so this is all from weber's sick twisted head mm -hmm. and now we're going to talk about pearl pearl is now singing about which train she wants to be fully loaded with. Because she's a passenger train and can't seem to make up her heart. Probably because she's a fucking train and doesn't have a heart. Yeah. She has this whole song and dance about, Oh, do I want to be with Rusty or do I want to be with Electra? Because I'm just a ditzy girl who can't make up her mind. I've... Like, okay. So, I've already said that there are some racial issues in this show. There are, And that there are some, you know gender issues regarding non-binary folks in this show, because if you're gonna call a character non-binary, you need to do it right. Do it like Saturday's Foyer, you motherfuckers. But, <laughs> the way that women are... Oh my god, right? Like, this is the most misogynistic piece of shit. 
and I don't know how you can I almost feel like with with shows like Carousel it's like okay that was in the 40s and when hitting your were, wife was completely well, acceptable it wasn't acceptable then but they thought it was but like <laughs> they they've tried to fix it and I haven't seen the revival but I know there's been a revival and I know that it's one of those things where you can sit there and go, okay, this is a product of its time. This show was done in the 80s. We already were having stronger female characters in shows by this time. Why the fuck would Weber create such a steaming pile of shit? The only thing I can think of is that sex sells. Because every single one of the female characters has the boob window showing their cleavage. Yeah. They are all wearing skirts. They all have, like, stockings. They are all dressed... They they look like steampunk maids. Yeah. Is what they look like. Yeah. I just... I sit here and I go, you have these female characters who the only purpose is to be pulled by a male. Yeah. That is... That's exactly right. There's no... There's no main female characters... In the races that they do, there's never a female lead. They're always yeah. hanging on to a man. Mm-hmm. They need a man to pull them along. It's It goes back to my thing of if you're going to do a show about inanimate objects, take gender out of it. Yeah, exactly. Take gender completely out of it because that's the only way to make it work. Do not make it... And Take a romance out of it, too. There's no reason for there to be a romance in this show. But we gotta make it relatable to human like, audiences. Like, you could take out the whole romance between Pearl and Rusty and that whole stupid-ass subplot and still have it be the same plot. I have a better idea. You could idea. replace Pearl with a lamp and... We could just replace this whole show with something that doesn't suck. This is true. Because do we... Let's ask ourselves, in the art world, do we really need this show? No. I, I don't care if it's as popular as it is in Germany. And please, by the way, if we have any German listeners, which I don't know if we do. We have, like, two. Please, 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 please try to explain to this dumb American. And me. Why this show is as popular as it is if you know, if you have an idea. Is it? Is it just the lights? Is it the show? Like... Are, is it the spectacle? Cause are drugs legal in Germany? Like, are is it super common there? Like, do people just take substances and then go to a show? Because I, I, I honestly cannot think of any. Okay, okay. I will talk about it later in my notes. But yeah, the, this show has a lot of flashy lights mm-hmm. and colors and rollerblading, and they have people who do flips and do some some extreme sports type stuff. That's mm-hmm. kind of the only cool thing about this show. That's yeah. it. And that definitely... The only thing... Okay. The only thing I can think about this show is that it is 100% unique. I don't mm-hmm. think any other show does anything like this. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a good way. No. It, it's kind of got the Spider-Man syndrome going for it. Because Spider-Man focused on the spectacle rather than the substance. And I feel like that's what this show did too. But unlike Spider-Man, this show is popular. Yeah. This show is making money. Yeah. I don't... And I don't... I don't get why. Like, yeah. maybe seeing it live has a different feel. Uh, but at the same time, if I were to see this live, I can 100% guarantee I wouldn't go back for another. Nope. 
Not at I all. I would be like, okay, I have seen this show. Check that off of my didn't know I needed to do list and <laughs> move on. I wasn't gonna say bucket list, but I'm like, no, I could. This is not a bucket. I could die list. without having to see this show. Uh, okay, so we're on the big race. We're on the big race. The first big race. The big race is getting ready, and Godchild said that if there's any foul play, you're gonna go back in the box. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can I go into the box? <laughs> I need some time alone to think and cry mostly cry very little thinking my brain is on hiatus i'm sorry my dear <sighs> papa makes his grand intro and papa tells rusty that he's no no and rusty tells papa that he's old and outdated steam ain't got nothing on electricity steam may be hot but the government never used a steam chair to murder anyone That would be horrific, wouldn't it? I guess it'd be more of a steam chamber, like a gas chamber. But then we're delving into some World War II territory there. Uh, you know, that's how you could uh, handle folks being stupid in Yellowstone. <laughs> steam chamber. Naughty tourists go to the steam chamber. You get set on a chair right, on, right over my old faithful, and then when it goes off, Boiled man. Boiled idiot. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. Yep. Starlight Express is Train Jesus. Yep. Kay had mentioned that there was Train Jesus in this, and I never put two and two together, that, of course, chain, Train Jesus would be the... Because Starlight Express, to me, when you hear the word Starlight Express, that sounds more like the train to heaven. You're boarding the Starlight yeah, Express for think, heaven. Yeah, you think. Um... But as soon as... It was Rusty, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. where, 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 no, 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 no. It was Papa. When he's first talking about, you gotta have faith in Starlight Express. Mm -hmm. And that's when it clicked with me. Oh, this is what Kay was talking about with Train Jesus. Uh -huh. Starlight Express is, tra is Train Jesus. And Papa is proselytizing his shining light. I would sell my coal to train Satan for all of these transformatards to just break <laughs> down and cease all function. Oh boy! Uh, Round two of the big race. The Japanese train is throwing shurikens at the Russian train, and the steam train is too heavy to race. But since the Japanese and Russian trains are too busy killing each other, Papa Steam and Big Fat Dustin win by default. Oh, and Papa is dying, but saying he proved how great he was by coming in last and winning on a technicality? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I got that right, right? Yep. Yep. Good moral there, Weber. It's okay to come in last if you went on a technicality because the only other two contestants killed each other. Good mm -hmm. job. Be proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, thanks, Starlight Express. Greaseball is back. I was missing him. With every shot so far. <laughs> Rusty decides he's going to take Papa's place and race against Greaseball, the diesel train, and Electra, the electric train. I'm simply titillated by the impending third race, <laughs> as I'm sure you can hear in the sound of my voice. <sighs> Child God sings to Rusty, Rusty, to Rusty, and tells him to have faith in Train Jesus. Rusty must choo choo choose the right <laughs> train legion 
or face eternal derailment. Oh my god. Remember, Starlight Express was derailed for your sins. Back from the intermission, and guess what time it is? It's race time. What time is it? It's race time. It's race time. It's race time. It's race time. Know what time it is? Do you know what time it is yet? If you guessed rest, if you guessed race time, you'd be fucking wrong. Because <laughs> we have at least a couple more songs before the actual race begins. And with the song that Warren is talking about, song is a very generous term for it. Yeah. It's called the rap. That is the title of the song. Can it it be, is not a rap. Can it be the rapture and just take me away from this fucking thing? Hey, Starlight Express could come pick us up. You know what? No, no. If, if Starlight Express is the train you take to get to heaven, I'm cool here. <laughs> I'm you know, cool here. You'd think with Weber's track record that Starlight Express would have just been a cult in <laughs> the same vein as... The Cats one? Well, the Cats one or Heaven's Gate. In that the trains are waiting for a comet to show up that they think is the Starlight Express to take them away. And they just have to all derail themselves over a cliff at the same time. That was a... I, I'm sorry for the terrible joke, but we need to cope with this. Just... Just... Ugh. Ugh. It's so stupid. Okay, Warren. Keep going. I'm sorry, I was looking at my notes and realizing just how much I don't want to read them. Um, <laughs> we now have Dinah, the dining car, singing about getting her R-E-V-E-N-E... -E <laughs> wow. You're fine. I can't spell. Singing about getting her revenge, which is spelled R-E-V-E-N-G-E. -E -E. Yes. That's how you spell revenge. Not whatever the fuck I said 30 seconds ago. You're fine, babe. The song is dumb. That's the end of my note. Greaseball and Red Caboose hatch a plan to sabotage Rusty, because trains are devious in nature. <laughs> Gearing up for the third race, and Child God is screaming the introductions, making me wonder, is his mama god deaf? She told this little di divine shit to go to bed, and he's still playing with this trains making them find religion and participate in sabotage yeah 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 and in the third race i don't remember the specifics of what happened please forgive me someone gets derailed and everyone blames rusty because fuck you rusty that's why uh do you remember you know at this point i was just like Fuck it. Awesome. Great. I, I was <laughs> I wanted to ask in case you had something to say, but I'm glad you don't. Because so I I had watched four different versions of this and they were all confluing in my brain and it was one of those cases where I'm like, I don't I don't even give a shit anymore. I have I have stared at the mouth of train Jesus and turned my back. Now your coal belongs to Satan. Now, because now your coal now your coal belongs to Satrain. Well, because oil is the work of the diesel himself. The oil is the work of the diesel himself. That's the himself. only funny line in this whole fucking show. You no, know, it makes me laugh about that because they're like diesel is powerful. Oil is the work of diesel himself. I'm like, you're still a fossil fuel burning fucker, Mister mm -hmm. Steam. Like, you're just burning coal. You're just burning coal. Like, if anything, Electra is the better one out of them because Electra can run on. 
anything that would create electricity. We need well, an, which we is need honestly an right now coal fuel. and the uh, oil. But we need an algae fuel train. No, a no we don't. Train. No, we don't. We just need more of what Japan has: maglev trains, and we're good. Well, yeah, because that's kind of at least as far as we have it's kind of the pinnacle of train technology right now. Yeah, but like the algae fuel is clean burning, and I'd rather have algae the... fuel in my car. Yeah, but I was I was just trying to state with trains and what they're saying. Oh, I want to run on this. It's like, don't convert to coal. Convert I want them, to. I want them to run into a brick wall. Hmm. I'm sorry. I'm being too harsh with you. It's be okay because you have subjected me to this. Just remember. You only have to see it once. But the memories will stay with me forever. This is true, but you know, even though Weber is doing his Cats movie and we're watching that one again, if a live-action version of this came about, <laughs> people would have to pay us about $1,000 uh... to review this. Because <sighs> they would need to pay for the alcohol and the therapy visits and... <laughs> The alcohol. I might need something stronger than that. Okay. <laughs> so, excuse me. Choking on my own hatred. <laughs> Everyone blames Rusty for the sabotage, because fuck you, Rusty. And then Greaseball's goons assault... Excuse me, assault Rusty. And hurl train slurs at him, calling him a filthy steamer. God damn. And Dustin is there with some comforting words. Give up, Rusty. You'll never beat him. Thanks, Dustin. Mm-hmm. And to add insult to injury, the hip-hoppers have not acknowledged my polite request for them to shut the fuck up forever and just insult Rusty before singing badly about being in the wrong place at the right time or the right place at the wrong time? Really... Anytime they show up, it's the wrong place and the wrong time, unless it's a volcano, and then they're melting, and that's 100% the right place for them. I'm starting to think it's the right place for Weber, too. <laughs> Quick question. I know this usually applies to virgins, but if we throw Weber in a volcano, do you think the volcano god would erase this show from the time-space continuum? Oh my god, are they still singing about not being in the right place at the right time? Shut the fuck up. Yep. You know, I'm very glad you changed our rating of the show because mm -hmm. I don't think I would be able to get through this review. Yep. This show and Spider-Man are why I said, you know what, maybe we should make this explicit. And now... <laughs> Starlight Express descends from on high to... Bless Rusty, I think? He just... Start screaming Starlight Express while lots of lights and sparkle effects and shines happen. Papa reprises his role and pretends to be Train Jesus, offering useful suggestions like, Use the power within you. And this song, if it was removed from the show and as its own thing, would be one of those like, Okay, this is a nice little inspirational song, it would still suck. But, you know, if it was divorced from the show, it might be okay. But then you go, oh, that's right, it's Train Jesus singing to a train. Yeah, and I, I very much laugh at Train Jesus telling a steam train to use the power within you to beat an electric train and a diesel train. Because do you think we could see this adapted with smartphones? 
I'd love to see a version 1 smartphone finding phone Jesus and being able to outperform a version 10 smartphone in the app off competition. Because that's how it works, right? Positive thinking will negate any technological deficiencies you possess. Unless it's a Nokia. No, and no, no. It's a, it's a race to the bottom of a building. I was going to say that the Nokia Nokia would trump all others in brute force. Mm -hmm. like, but that's it. But talking about performing, like, that's, yeah. I just, that right there, the whole plot hole of trains believing in themselves will make them perform better. I'm sorry. You're a machine. You have built-in limitations. So before I had seen this show and I had just heard a little bit of the plot, I thought it would be the little engine that could. I think, And I, I think, think this I would have been better if it was the little engine that could and didn't have all the stupid subplots in it. And the Weber. <laughs> if it didn't have the Weber and it didn't have the stupid subplots, it might actually be an okay kids show but they can't decide if they're for kids or for adults. I've said this before, mm -hmm. and I'll say it again, mm -hmm. and I don't think I've ever meant it more than I do right now. Fuck you, Weber. Yep. Rusty is now divine, and is proselytizing the word of starlight to Dustin, complete with, Dustin, trust in me, for I have been touched by the starlight, and not in the Catholic altar boy <gasps> way. I am now the, su the Super Saiyan version of a steam train, and I will sh and this show is gearing up for the final showdown. Thank fucking Starlight for that. <laughs> Home stretch, oh, folks. Fuck. Dinah, the dining car, uh, dumps Electra because he can't whistle. This bitch is super fickle. I hope she got electric herpes from Electra, who now is paired up with Red Caboose and is going to be all up in that caboose. I'm trying. If my jokes are lame, it's because this show is lame. You don't have the apparatus to whistle. <sighs> Fuck you, Dinah. You knew that going into this. Right. But she was just impressed by how sleek and fat... Whatever reasons. I don't even care. I don't even care about these trains' motivations. I don't. Yeah. And then so we're treated dumb. to some roller skate flips, and I'm and a reminder that this show would be better off if it was just the X Games with music. Sorry, story sucks, and I'm waiting for this to be over. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's it. The best parts of this show is just when they have people coming out rollerblading, going up the ramps, and, like, doing flips and landing mm -hmm. and doing tricks with music and light. And I'm like, you know, as a performance piece, it would be okay. Yeah. But, but trying to shoehorn in this really, really dumb story with, with the Transformers rejects, you know... I have a theory with shows like this. Okay. And it's probably been said before by other people, but they do all these flashy spectacles and, like, the fire effects and the electricity effects and the skating and the costume design and the LEDs for Electra. They do that in these types of shows to entertain and try to hide the fat that it's terrible. That was my thought, too, that it's just style over substance. Yeah, because, like, that was what the audience cheered the most. And you could see that the people who were acting were trying to act and sing their hearts out, but you can only go so far without... Like, you can only go so far in a show with terrible subject matter and with terrible writing. It doesn't matter how good you are at acting or singing in the show, if the story sucks, it just is gonna suck. 
and it really bothers me when the uh, I almost want to call this type of show like a processed junk food musical when these sorts of shows get the notoriety they have and it makes people think oh with musicals all that we need to do is sing and dance and have flashy stuff and we don't need to care about the story or we don't need to care about what's being sung it's like no you still need to care about that too you can have your flashy shit if you're gonna back it up with something good i would much rather watch a show that was stripped down to just bare minimum sets bare minimum costumes but a decent story and decent music than this steaming pile of trash. I 150,000% agree with you. I I cannot agree with you more, mm -hmm. and I, I think that's absolutely correct. It is just bells and whistles to try and hide from the fact that it's lame. Yep. And I, I, that's, the, that's the thing that really makes me wonder, in Germany, is it popular because people are like getting high and then they go to the show and it's like, oh, lights and sounds and they're moving and it's. I don't know if I'd even like this show if I was high. I, I just, I don't, I, I don't, don't know, know if I would. I don't know. The logic centers of my brain are truly stretching and grasping, trying to come up with any, any reason why this can be as popular as it is. Because, like, we saw Tommy. And granted, we haven't seen the stage version of, of it, but we did see the film version. And even though it was weird as fuck, it was still enjoyable. Tommy had good music. Yeah, like, that's it had thing. good music. It had an interesting story. You didn't feel like it was dragging. It had some crazy visuals and stuff like that. That's the thing is Tommy is much more engaging. We were 35 minutes into this and had to pause and pour alcohol. I... God damn it. And I... I, uh, I would like people listening to know that I don't normally start drinking alcohol at 2 p.m. on a Sunday, but the show made me. Yeah. Uh, it was it was one of those things where it's like, we can't we can't enjoy this because it's not enjoy. And even with, it wasn't enjoyable. This show drags the life out of you. I should probably let you finish this it's, notes, it, but... It's fine. It's entirely... That's, a, that's the biggest thing, is like, I really try to see other perspectives and strive to understand... But when my brain hits a, a wall like mm -hmm. it has and I just can't understand something, mm -hmm. I, I want to hear, I really want to hear from somebody who loves this show why you love it. Because maybe you have a perspective that can change the way I see it and the way Kay sees it. And maybe yeah. you'll be like, oh, I never thought about it like that. But from what I am seeing and what I am hearing and what I am doing my best to understand... It's just not good. It's not. It's just not. Out of the three Weber shows we have done, this is my least favorite. Sorry, mm -hmm. four Weber shows we have done. This is absolutely my least favorite. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Like <sighs> six more notes. Okay, I can do this. Oh, wait. A little bit more than that. Okay. Uh, sorry. Story sucks, and I'm waiting for the show to be over. But it's not. We're gearing up for the fourth and final race. I was wrong about the third race being the last one. Sue me. <laughs> it's a logical thing. Three. You just kind of assume yeah. there'll be three. And I was wrong. And in the, after the fourth, wait, fourth race, Rusty wins! If anyone was doubting that the hero would win. Yay. <laughs> Greaseball, Electra, and Red Caboose are huddled together using singing blues music and being sad about how they lost and 
other lyrics not worth mentioning. Yeah. The entire cast then gets together and goes, Where is Rusty? Where is Pearl? And then they all link together and train away off the stage. Um, I will say, visually, I thought that was actually kind of interesting. That was interesting. When all the different characters link together and it like, actually looks kind of like a train. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've had a train run on me with this show. Mm -hmm. um, Pearl, oh yeah, they go off stage. Pearl just wants a train who can whistle. I guess she has a lot in common with a parrot. <laughs> now, you know what my favorite thing is about that? You laughing? is I was prophetic enough to type in here, waiting for Kay to stop laughing because of the inside joke. <laughs> so, I'm going to give you folks a little <laughs> slice of life with Kay and I. Uh, Kay used to have parrots when uh, we were first together. Uh, first year we were together, she got a little Linnaeolated parakeet, um, and she made the mistake of going and getting this bird without me present with her. And it's a, a little boy, his name was Kier, and he loved Kay. Mm -hmm. loved he was a good boy. Kay. He loved Kay. And he hated my fucking guts. He, I was an interloper to him because as far as he was concerned, it was him and you. And then all of a sudden I come into the picture yep. and he's like, who the fuck is this asshole? Yep. He hated me his entire life. Uh, till the day he died. Till the day he died, he hated me. And he, as parrots do, they will talk and whistle. They're very vocal animals. And Kay could talk to him. Hi, 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 hi. I would interject, hi, dead silence. <laughs> and he would give me this look like, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> and same kind of thing with whistling. Uh, Kay can whistle. <laughs> I cannot whistle, at least not very good. It sounds like wind blowing through trees. Um, and I'm pretty sure that birds, especially parrots, think that people who can't whistle are dumb, are stupid, mm -hmm. uh, because they're so musical in their language that he, I'm pretty sure he just, I would try to whistle to him and he would just look at me and go, don't hurt yourself, buddy. My favorite story is when... We were in the car. Do you want me to tell yes, that story? that's such a good story, okay. and I wish I had been in the car for this. So another tangent, because we need some humor brought into our lives after this show. <laughs> um, the first time after Kay got Kier, uh, and we were going out of town, I think we went to Vegas, or was it Yellowstone? It was either Yellowstone, or it was when we went and met Kier at the other Kier, Kier Delay. Oh, 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 uh, uh, Phoenix Comic-Con. Yeah, Phoenix okay. Comic-Con. That's what it he was. invited us That's what it there. was. We went to Phoenix Comic-Con, and Kay had boarded her bird with uh, a, you know, a pet boarder. And we come back, and Kier was super happy. We have rescued him from bird jail. Mm -hmm. He was just ecstatic. He was even happy to see me. Um, and as we're driving home, Kay was like, oh, I need to stop. Can we stop in over here at this, you know, gas station and I'll run in and grab some stuff. I was like, okay, sure. And I stayed in the car uh, with the AC on because it was summertime. And she ran in to, to, to go into the store. And it was just me, just me and Kier together. And he's in his little travel cage. And I think that in his little bird brain, he was like, you know what? He's not too bad. He rescued me from bird jail. I think he's all right. I think maybe I misjudged this guy. 
And so he starts to whistle at me, which he's never done before. It's just he and I, and he's whistling at me. And I'm doing my very best to whistle back. So he's all, you whistle. And I'm trying to whistle back. And his whistles are getting less and less complex as time goes on, until the point where he's doing just one whistle. And I'm trying to do the same thing. And then finally he looks at me and goes, hi. He just, don't hurt yourself, buddy. He was like, I was completely wrong. You are an idiot. You can't whistle at all. You will never be able to warn her about any impending danger. The one moment that he tried to extend an olive branch, I was not able to accept that olive branch and get him to like me. And that bird continued hating me until the day he died. Okay. Oh, that man. little tangent aside <laughs> you know who else would have also hated this show Kier. oh he would have he would have just been like what the fuck are you doing watching this garbage Kier, turn it to Spongebob Kier was a TV junkie and if you had something on TV he didn't like or music he didn't like he would let you know oh yes uh, okay <laughs> so Kay has stopped laughing and I am done regaling you nice folks with a slice of our past shut up Pearl Stop singing. Go away. Give us the last song so the show can be over. I don't even remember what Pearl was singing about. It was just her and Rusty having whatever their dumb romance song was. It was an unnecessary song. This is what All of the show's unnecessary, but for an unnecessary show, this song was super unnecessary. And it was just like, oh, we love you, each other and you're meant for me. Yeah, I remember them just singing about, oh, I love you, you love me, blah, 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 blah. You can whistle, which I am so into. Like a bird. Uh, that's, all, that's all it was. So now, Papa shows up to tell everyone to convert all the trains to the new way, the better way, the old way, of steam. Because more coal burning is what we need. Can this show be revived and include a maglev train? Because I would love... It would be hilarious, and I would love to watch all of these steam, diesel, and electric trains get the tracks kicked out of them <laughs> by a maglev train. I'm so done. This show sucks my will to live from me. I've never take I've never taken a real live train before, besides like the light rails around in Utah. But I think I hate them now. I think I'd rather take a horse-drawn carriage and die of dysentery than take a train after watching this show. Oh, man. Yeah, this... There's so much about this show that upsets me. And I've, I've mentioned it before, but his... The whole, oh, look, we gave you representation with the evil character. Yeah, now be grateful. of J.K. Rowlingism. Yeah, a little bit of a... Of the after the fact. Uh, after the fact. Oh, by the way, Dumbledore's gay. After the fact representation. Yeah, it's like, no, no, you you have to... Maybe Weber can come out and say that uh, Greaseball and Electra had a very physical sexual relationship. Oh, God, and... I don't want to think about trains have... I don't want to think about trains humping because they're not supposed to hump. They're not supposed to hump. It says do not hump on the side. But apparently, all trains. But apparently trains can be in love. And as we know... But it's very only, common. Only straight trains, except for Electra, who's bi and therefore evil. I knew there was something off about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm non-binary and bi, therefore I'm evil. You're doubly evil. Weber's show showed it. I oh, mean... Oh, 
God. God damn. Like... I did not like this show, oh, Kay. I hate this show. And I know that, like, you've told me for years and years and years bits about this show. Mm -hmm. And when we started doing our podcast, uh, even, like, right from episode one, you were kind of like, wait till we get to Starlight Express. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I make the mistake sometimes of doubting my wife because <laughs> my wife is a theater person and has performed and has done acting. And so sometimes I think, okay, she's just being melodramatic. Mm -hmm. It's not as bad as she's making it out to be. And then I'm brought face to face with the atrociousness and I have to go, no, mm -hmm. no, uh, she was trying to protect me. Yep. She's trying to protect me from the horrible, horrible, horrible god-awfulness. Yeah. Towards the end of compiling my notes, I was getting to where I was like, fuck it. I'm not even going to look up the awards that this could have won. I don't give a shit. Has it won any awards? Maybe. I don't give a shit. Okay. I literally, it was one of those things that as I was going through getting ready to do this, I just got to where I was like, I don't care. This is the first show that I have not cared about as I was doing the research. You know something that's very disturbing? Hmm. Is that this little boy is obviously horny for trains mm -hmm. because all of the female trains look like they're wearing lingerie. Yeah. They look like they're wearing steampunk lingerie. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how old the little boy is supposed to be, but judging by the voice and everything, I'm imagining the boy is young enough to have not hit puberty mm -hmm. and is probably supposed to still be in that Girls have cooties phase. Mm -hmm. uh, and when they said, oh, we changed all the costumes and stuff, I'm sorry, I'm pretty sure that they're still skimpy as fuck on the women. Mm -hmm. And the, the men all just look like tra uh, transformatards. They're... It's horrible. I... Uh, like, some shows you can try and look past the garbage and I sit here and I go there are two songs in this show that they're not good but they're not terrible and if they had been in anything else they might be okay and that's the title song and the I am the starlight sequence and it's like but then oh it has to do with train Jesus and this misogynistic piece of crap that we have to slog through and like I, I don't know when they said oh this show is sexist it's like maybe instead of just changing the gender of mama or of papa to mama and instead of um doing like oh well we can have some of these ensemble characters because that's who are the quote-unquote gender fluid trains or the ensemble characters it's like the ones who have no real yeah presence. the ones who have no real presence make rusty female have it be but a female rusty train. is a boy's name i've heard of women named rusty we'll watch footloose soon and there's a woman named rusty in that so there is um, yeah, in the musical version. Okay. One of the women's name is Rusty. I remember seeing the Kevin Bacon musical years ago, and I remember nothing about it other than religion says dancing's bad. And it was filmed in Lehigh. Um, Utah. But, like, uh, 
it just it bothers me because if you're gonna gender characters okay make it more have more female leads that aren't sexualized like they are in this or better yet don't sexualize any of the characters and make them look like fucking trains make all of them look like trains don't make the women look like these cocktail waitresses that you'd find in vegas you know um that was actually something I was thinking about when you had mentioned you think Weber has some uh, fetishes. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if Weber has some of those Starlight Express female costumes and bangs prostitutes in them. <laughs> I don't think he bangs prostitutes, but he... Why? I don't know. Does his wife travel with him everywhere? Then again, he's been married three times and has cheated on a wife with each never there you mind go. he probably does he is the donald trump of theater oh my god he is jesus christ oh god oh uh, now i'm depressed now i'm gonna have to try and figure out a way to get the thomas the tank engine mod on skyrim just so that i can slay trains <laughs> so funny side note k has just recently discovered the glory that is the elder scrolls 5 skyrim Mm-hmm. on PC. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, on the other hand, played the fuck ton out of this game back when it first came out. Uh, before Kay and I were married, I used to play this game so much, I used to refer to it as my mistress. Mm-hmm. So Kay would text me, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just with my mistress. And she'd be, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm a little hurt because your mistress left you for me. Kay's having an affair, you guys. Mm-hmm. Kay is is cheating on me with my mistress. Yep. And I am a little I'm a little hurt. Never trust a bi person, I guess. Yeah, apparently, apparently, <laughs> bi people can't be trusted because they'll just they'll just go with whoever with with whichever mistress you were seeing. <laughs> oh man, I just oh. I I hate this show so much, and I keep trying to find some little nugget of good, but all it is are nuggets of shit. You know, that's the thing, is that the only good thing I can really say is this show is very unique. Mm -hmm. It is very different. There's no other show I can think of, uh, and I don't know if there is one, with the entire cast on roller skates, roller skating around the ring. Other than Xanadu, but that's only for parts Uh, of it. uh, Don't mess with Xanadu. Okay. Um, (laughs) It's just bleh. Uh, Yeah. I want to say that, like, oh, well, the costumes. I'm like, no, the costumes make them look like Transformers knockoff idiots. Like, it's just, I don't... Or like whores. Or like whores. Or, or it's like, you know, oh, my God, oh, my God. You know how every Halloween there's always those really slutty, sexy Halloween costumes? Oh, no. That, that would be these if you were in a store. It's like, oh, I'm a female train. That's what this costume would be. That's what this costume would be. Here's the stockings. Here's the skirt. Here's the push-up bra with the boob window. It's like that's Jesus. all it is. It, it. I don't understand the sexualizing of trains. I don't either. I really don't. Why? Did Andrew Lloyd Webber like grow up across the the street from a train station, and he would just masturbate furiously every time? <laughs> A train pulled in, just like, oh yeah, unload those passengers, you dirty oh, whore. Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm, I am going insane trying to oh. bring rational and no, logic I, to I can't some of these think things. Of, I can't think of any reason why this 
I, I don't understand this show, and I don't understand the fandom for this show. I really don't. Like, the Cats fandom, everyone loves cats. It, the internet, everyone yeah, loves Yeah, the internet shows that everyone loves cats, but, and that show is interesting and and the and the thing with that too is the show is has amazing dancing and choreography yeah and even even if i don't understand stuff at least a lot of the songs are really good yeah and really intriguing i don't think that there's a single song in starlight express that i will remember i don't mm -hmm. think i can re remember a single one i found every song boring i found every song bland i'm not gonna have a do re mi situation ever with this you are so lucky because i have had rolling stock stuck in my head for a month i've had starlight express stuck in my head for a month i've had acdc stuck in my head for a month and of those three starlight express is the only one that i'd be like well that one is musically interesting the others i'm just like it's just generic garbage but they put this flashy spectacle to it and then a shitty ass story that, you know, when Weber either doesn't have a story or has to take the story from something else, like if the story is super thin, like in Cats, or he has to adapt the Bible or adapt School of Rock, or even, even though I don't like Phantom of the Opera, it is a story that is classic literature so whatever but with this it's just shit you know i wonder if weber is just the age-old tale of a person with a bad idea but enough desire can make yeah. it happen because i don't know how, considering how many people have helped quote-unquote punch up this show i don't think that we can blame the lyricist with this because Weber kind of takes control with these shows. Who was the lyricist again? Uh, Richard Stilgo. Richard Stilgo. Um, I'm going to name him Dick Stop. Dick Stop. Dick Stop. Just stop, Dick. Because, like, I, I can't think of... I, I really cannot think of what could... Because it's not like he... What am I trying to say? Um, You're losing brain cells, too. Yeah, I am. I really am. You, it's you were really researching, upsetting. You know, you've lost way more brain cells than I have because you've been researching this show and you had to watch multiple versions. <sighs> so now, hopefully, we're about even intellectually. Oh, my God. I just... Guys, this show took it out of me. This show really took it out of me. I'll help you, Kay. I'll help you. What will be our show next week? We are going to watch something normal and wonderful. Well, okay, not wonderful, but it's good enough <laughs> that it's been revived a lot. It's won awards for its revivals. Um, can I, I have... Can I guess? Yeah, because I, I have really good memories of this show watching it with my grandfather, so... What's your guess? Is it Oklahoma? Yes. <laughs> We will watch Oklahoma. It will be a nice little palate cleanser from this steaming pile of garbage. I think this is going to be... Oh, no, this isn't the weirdest show we're going to watch because we have a recommendation. A recommendation from, yes. our, from our awesome friend Ruckland on yes. the podcast Junkie uh, Discord channel. 
A big shout out real quick to Ruck. Ruck is awesome. He's always uh, promoting us and just super awesome guy. He's he's great. I like him. So if I can if I can get a copy of it, a hockey musical. Score the hockey musical with Olivia Newton John. I bet you anything, it's better than Starlight Express. <laughs> You know that's a that's a bet that I would take uh, one hundred to one odds against. I mean, or it's wait, three four. stars. I yeah, I would give this show one. Yeah, that's generous. That's generous. Well, because it, it is a musical. It is a musical. To give it less than one star would mean that it's not a musical. That's true. So by I I go by old school uh, when I used to watch um, X Play on G four. Okay, you, is you go they, by X Play rules. They would say that we can't give something a zero star rating because mm -hmm. that would mean it's not a game. So it's that one star is the lowest that it can get, and I agree with that mentality. The show gets a one star mm -hmm. from Warren, the uncultured, but it sounds like that 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 uh, rating is backed up by or K, the cultured. Yep. Uh, yeah, I agree. I one hundred percent agree with you. This is a one star. Um, where do you put this with Carousel and Spider-Man? So Carousel, it has been so long since I've seen that show. Mm -hmm. um, it I, might change places. Well, the thing is, is that as much as I am not looking forward to watching Carousel, I feel like I need to see Carousel again to, mm -hmm. to remind my, like, is it as bad as I remember? Mm -hmm. Or was it a young Warren seeing it? and really disliking it for the things in it that were very despicable. Especially because before that you had seen Fiddler, which is really good. Yeah, I'd seen Fiddler on the Roof, high school production, and I, that, was the, that was the first musical that I remember seeing, and I was like, oh, well, cool, I did not know that I liked these. And then I was in for Carousel, oh, well, I really liked Fiddler on the Roof. I hope I like this one just at, what the fuck is this? Like, mm -hmm. that was, uh, okay, but... The thing with Carousel is it has abuse, and then it also has the normalizing of abuse, mm -hmm. which I don't ever, ever agree with. Yeah. Um, just that line in it, oh, he hit me, but it felt like a kiss. Like, that yeah. just makes me choke back vomit just saying it. Mm -hmm. um, this show, I don't know, it's definitely down there. To give you an idea, mm -hmm. I think I like Grease more than this. I would agree. Really? I would agree. Grease is better than this. I like Grease more than this. Um, mm -hmm. And also, I don't like saying those words. Um, yeah, no. We're giving legitimacy to a garbage musical, but... I just... Where do you put Spider-Man with this? So, Spider-Man, for me, because it has... So, it's kind of twofold, because it has Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Which makes me go, yay, Spider-Man! But it does such a terrible job of representing Spider-Man that it makes me go, Why did you do Spider-Man? Mm. Uh, Spider-Man had, you know, really cool wire stuff sometimes. <laughs> no good music. Not a single good song in Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Just no. Just not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Um, had the cool visuals in it. Okay, so, oh, wow, wow. Okay, this is an interesting comparison between Spider-Man and Starlight Express because very similar things. Both shows have no good song, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Both shows uh, have 
okay. Well, the costumes in... Cough. The Spider-Man costume in Spider-Man looked really good. The Green Goblin costume can go fuck itself. Um, <laughs> all the other costumes I was not really impressed with. Mm-hmm. But the same thing can be said for Starlight Express. Yeah. Because they all look like Transformers rejects, except for the women who look like steampunk fantasy fetish cocktail waitresses, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, I don't know. Maybe, I I think Spider-Man just barely edges out Starlight Express mm-hmm. in terms of likability just because it's Spider-Man mm-hmm. and I am, and I can't overcome that bit of childhood bias. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so far, Starlight Express is subterranean on how much I dislike it. It is so far below like it's it's it i dislike it so much it has dug its own grave for me (laughs) all i have to do is piss on the grave and that seals it like i said before i feel like weber is a coward because we could have had a film version of this show to watch but that hasn't happened you know what i'm picturing with this too is that this state in um theater and cinema if Weber were to do a new version of it I almost feel like it would be on par with the Cats remake that's coming out mm-hmm. where the way that you could do this would be to uh, maybe have the trains actually transform like when they're doing the race they transform into trains and then they're racing mm-hmm. and then when they're doing the quote-unquote character-building stuff. They Ah. transform into their human versions. But they'll still have the cgi face over their Yeah, but they'll they'll, they'll still have the nightmare faces. Mm -hmm. It'll still look like you just peeled off Taylor Swift and stuck it on a I never would have thought that the better Thomas the Tank Engine musical would be Cats. Regarding the faces... My my brain had to go on a bit of a journey to catch up with That's your okay. line of thinking. That's but, okay, because uh, I am tired. I have come around to it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Poor Goober. Latte's in there like, you guys have been yelling a lot. You guys are mad at this. You need to stop. Oh, but we, yeah. We do need to stop. We need to. So this episode's been running long. We could, we could, ar- well, not argue, we could discuss just how shitty this show is for days. Kay and I could continue bonding over how much we dislike this show. Yeah, but we won't do that for you fine people right now. Um, You know, even when you dislike a show and you tell me about it, I still honestly, truly do maintain an open mind going, okay, Kay and I don't agree on some things. Mm -hmm. This might be one of them. Like, is it as bad as she's saying? And I will look for things in it to be like, well, here's something I like, here's something I like, and then I know I can bring that up with you. Well, I liked this. What do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, stuff like that. But as soon as this show started off, I was just like, oh, God. Oh, God, mm-hmm. she's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. And then just as it went and went, I was just bored out of my mind, uh, wanted it to end. Nothing. I didn't feel like anything was catchy. I just, I'm just, I'm so glad that this show is done, you guys. Me too. I'm glad we don't ever have to do this one again. And thank you all so much for 
sticking with us on this show and our tangents and our foul mouths. That, and our upsetness. Yes, our, our fleeting hopes for the future of theater. Uh, Luckily, theater gets better after this. I feel like this was a really dark place for theater to go to. This is like the this is like the dark ages of theater. This is this is the uh, yeah this is the dark ages of theater. You're right. Um, yeah, this this show, man. Ugh. Let's not Jesus. let's not call it a show. Let's let's call it what it is. This atrocity. Yeah, this atrocity. This train wreck. Yeah, that's, that's even better, this train wreck. Because you can't look away because it's so flashy and you're going, what the fuck am I watching? So, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for sticking around and for supporting us in this journey so far. Um, like I said, next week is Oklahoma. It'll be a more normal show. It'll well, be okay. It... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Um, if you want to connect with us online we're on twitter um at tone deaf musical we're on facebook at tone deaf musical uh you can email us at tone deaf musical at gmail.com and as we've said in previous shows you can join us on the podcast junkie discord which Kay will put a link for in the description of our show we have our own channel in there um and we've been talking with with other uh podcast producers and just podcast enjoyers and it's been a lot of fun it is it's uh i'm not really one for a lot of social media but i've been actually having a lot of fun talking with people and and uh, socializing i'm a bit of an introvert not mm-hmm. a bit but an introvert and uh but everybody on there is really cool i have yeah. not met a single person on that channel that i'm like this person's an asshole uh so yeah everyone there's really chill really awesome um we just we we love being on there. We love the folks on there. Um, there's some good shows that I can recommend for you. We've got Ninth World Journal, uh, Private Island Presents Up All Night, Pomegranates and Pitchforks, Scripted Technical, Three Spooked Girls, uh, the Bird Brain Podcast. He does uh, Monday and Friday release dates, so you can catch him both days. Um, and just there's a lot of really good shows on there. Uh, Friday the 13th, that's another good one. Um, yeah, just, just so many good shows. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what else to say other than thank you guys so much. Thank you Um, guys so, so much for for all your support. And, uh, you know, I will often apologize if someone likes this show, but I really, I don't think I have it in me. You guys, I more want an explanation if someone likes this show. I need to know why. Yeah, even even if it's just trains are hot. Okay, <laughs> I guess. Even if it's my dad was a conductor and I used to ride on trains all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, a musical version of Rockport Limited from The Adventure Zone would be better than this. Well, I mean, yeah. But it wouldn't be about trains, so. You know, I mind. still argue that but my cookie musical would be better than I this. I think we should work on your cookie musical and actually get that workshopped and out, because you, you may have hit gold, babe. Cookie gold. You could have Paul Hollywood star in it as the villain. <laughs> or he could be the voice set at a Great British Bake Off. And that's the way the cookie crop <laughs> So... Thank you guys so much. Um, For our patrons, the Tony episode should be out. So 
uh, look out for that one. That's for our $5 and $10 patrons. You can uh, see that one. Um, or not see, listen to that one. You can see with your ears. You can see with your ears. Um, and yeah, just thank you guys so much. If you like us, uh, please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us with the charting. Um, As an independent podcast, um, word of mouth is the number one uh, useful thing for helping to spread the shows that you enjoy. So please, you know, uh, uh, give us a, a like and a review. And if you know any other people who like podcasts or musical theater, share it with them. And yep. uh, we, we greatly appreciate you coming back and listening to us week after week and sharing with your friends and loved ones and just helping to grow and expand our show. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate that. Yeah, thank you guys so much. We love and appreciate you. Mwah. That'll be it for this week. I'm Kay. I'm Warren. And this has been Tone, Tone Deaf. Deaf.